couple of things have been happening in combination in my life. Firstly, I've been getting older. Shock news. I've been told to replace the word older with wiser. Strangely, getting wiser seems to make me run more slowly and ache after tennis. But hey, that's the price of so much wisdom. Secondly, I've been feeling a growing sense of unease at the sheer number of people qualifying from coaching schools on the promise that they can build a business out of coaching, enough to leave a big corporate job or to pay their mortgage. Building a freelance life that pays good and fair money in the listening and helping professions takes a lot. Don't get me wrong, I'm a massive advocate of the freelance life, but jeepers I've made heavy weather of it at times. It took me a really long time and lots of mistakes to work it out and start to feel flow, both emotionally and financially. I'm not from a family of self-employment. I had to work it out from scratch. I was also a single mum when I started running my business, so I didn't have the luxury of going bust a few times as I tried things out. I'm asked by so many new coaches about top tips to try that perhaps as I get so wise, and definitely not old, of course, it might be time to pass that on. And how much more interesting than talking alone to have some conversations with some of my successful peers, friends, colleagues and competitors who've worked out the game of building a listening life. What did people actually do to get started? What helped? What made it harder? What can be useful on a lonely Monday morning? How the heck do you go about starting to find a niche? And do you even need one? I've got a an underlying philosophy now where I don't compete on price, I compete on value. This is about helping others. This is about other people. And on the back of that, you will grow. We hear from people about the things that have helped them level up, the ways they've created pricing decisions, advertising plans and sales conversations, how to make sales less cringy and go hunting for the surprising links between coaching conversations and sales conversations. I don't sell. I tell stories. I try and endear myself to people. You don't get there on your own. Create a network of like-minded businesses. I've strayed a little into people's beliefs and childhood stories. Why are they doing what they're doing? If you're a coach who's feeling tired of trying to build a profitable, enjoyable freelance coaching business or practice, this is all designed with love, especially for you. And I really hope there are some gems in there to help you get started. You've got to love the business of coaching as much as coaching itself to do it well. As a result of the podcast conversations, I'm also now creating a self-coaching workbook to help you explore specific areas yourself and ask yourself the big questions that I hope will lead to good choices and good business growth for any coach. Mentoring groups and events are also available if you prefer not to work alone. So if you're a coach who's feeling worn out with trying to build a business, do have a look on Instagram at a listening life or on the website listening-life.co.uk. Huge thanks to podcast producer Steve Folland and to Lauren Hills at HQ. I'm Ali King-Smith and this is me building a listening life.